In this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio, it is the 30th episode, so we're getting into the dirty 30s, looking at the history of the seven dirty words. Jimmy is our special guest, and it all starts now. Go hard or go home. You are listening to Industrial Industries World Radio with your host, the ultimate party DJ, DJ Glowing Ice, for an episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. Show me what you got, DJ. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice, as you heard my very great and beautiful announcers say. And this is episode 30 of Industrial Industries World Radio. Why am I so excited about 30 is because, well, it's another crack. It's to another tier. It's another echelon of episodes. We are in another decade of episodes now. So how I wanted to crack into this 30th episode was calling this the Dirty 30s. And why am I calling it the Dirty 30s is because we're going to go over today, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, the seven dirty words. In the seven dirty words, they're made famous by the comedian George Carlin. So we're, we're going to talk all about that, the seven dirty words. And if you don't know them, uh, one is fuck, one is shit, uh, and we're, we're going to go on. Wow, you know, that's the beauty of podcasts, you know, I could cuss, so it's kind of cool. But I want to say, getting into this episode, that cussing should be kept at a minimum or have somewhat of a lid on it because I feel like, like me, myself, I do have a pretty dirty mouth. I do have a very dirty mouth, but uh, I've learned growing as a man that there are certain places that you should not be using these dirty words. Now, yes, these words, they're just noises coming out of your mouth. But the the velocity behind these words, the history, the meaning of these words packs uh, some kind of immoral presence to where it will upset and offend people. In the right setting, uh, they can be used very well, but there's proper ways. It's, it's like when you're in a bathroom, it's completely okay to go poop. Or go pee. Walking around a shopping mall? Or walking down the aisle at a wedding? Uh, it, it's not that acceptable to be peeing while you're doing that. Unless I mean, you can't hold it, but like legitimately just doing it on purpose. You know what I mean. <coughs> now, I myself don't really get offended by these seven dirty words at all. But, like, anybody I ever meet, I'm never, like, uptight or try to be or ever try to come off that way. Like, I, I want to be, like, comforting, let them know, hey, I'm not, like, you don't have to impress me by, you know, acting a certain proper way or whatever. You could be cool, be loose, let loose, man, just be cool. 
I am a musician after all. But it is just a social thing. It's just a social rule to just not use these words in certain ways and contexts. You get what I'm saying? You get the drift? Yeah, I think you do. Now, I'm sitting here saying that I use cuss words to loosen people up and let people know to comfort them. But then at the same time, cuss words can also be used to express anger. They're very aggressive words. So if you're mad at somebody or something, these words are more prone to come out of you um, just naturally if uh, you have adopted them into your vocabulary. Yeah, so we're going to look in the history behind the word piss or motherfucker or whatever. So that's what's going down with this episode, but... We do have a lot more for this 30th episode. It's just not about saying fuck or shit. We are also going to scratch off a $30 lottery ticket. Scratch off lottery ticket. We got good friend of the show, Jimmy, coming on, lending his voice, his opinions, his thoughts for Etiquette 101, whether or not you should be sad posting online. If it's a good thing, if it's a bad thing, we'll, we'll get into it. Nice, nice little uh, talk. We also got the 10 list and a whole lot more. Like I said, this is episode 30, and it's the Dirty 30s episode. Before we go any further, let's get into past, present, future. Past, present, future. Today is May 11th, and it's National Eat What You Want Day. So don't be bound being told that you have a schedule. Oh, you made chicken that was prepped with carrots yesterday, so you gotta eat it. But you feel like eating a big old burger? Eat the burger. That's how you celebrate today. In the past, on this day in the year 868, a copy of the Diamond Sutra is printed in China, making it the oldest known dated printed book. Presently, it's time for coffee, as the forecast calls for mostly sunny skies with a high of 60 in the small town region. And in the future in 2050, it's predicted that two out of every nine people in the world will be 60 years old or older, as life expectancy worldwide will be at 76 years old. May 11th is the 132nd day of the year, and there are 234 days left for the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays, painter Salvador Dali was born on this day in 1904. Pro wrestler Bobby Roode is 43, and the drummer for the band Rammstein, Christoph Schneider, is 54. And if it's your birthday today, blast some Rammstein. Eat whatever you want. It's your birthday. Enjoy it. Celebrate it. And I personally wish you a very, very happy birthday. This past, present, and future is brought to you by Small Town Doggy Biscuit Bakery. You looking for a fun and healthy treat for your fur babies? Rest assured that you no longer have to drive into a bigger town to get affordable, nutritious, and great-tasting treats for your pets, as Small Town Doggy Biscuit Bakery has you covered. For those times when they don't go pee-pee on your sheets or poo-poo in your shoe, you give your four-legged family members a snack they love, and that is from us. Located on Style Street, right next to Lester's Old Tire Barn, We are Small Town Doggy Biscuit Bakery. Hey, 
this is lead singer from a rock band. Hey, yo, what it do, my dude? This is hot and trendy rapper. Hi, this is cute pop star. And you're listening. You're listening. And you're listening. To Industrial Industries. Industrial Industries. Industrial Industries World Radio. Radio. World Radio. All right, guys, now it's time to get into the history behind the seven dirty words. We're going to talk about the history behind these words and why they are dirty, why they are bad, and why they should be only used in certain times when it's absolutely okay to use them. So let's roll on. Let's get into this. We're going to look at the history of every single word in this group that is called the seven dirty words. The seven dirty words of the English language. If you are not affiliated or have no idea what they are, they are shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Using these profanities in this episode is strictly for educational purposes. I do not say these words to try and shock or to be edgy. I am doing this on the fact that these words are part of the English language, and they do have history to them, and this podcast is a bit of a history podcast. So let's all put our adult thinking caps on and just really look at this as an informative and historical look at these seven dirty words, and why are they dirty? Where did they come from exactly? So let's get into that. Most of these words started when the English language was first developed. Old English is part of the Germanic family of languages, such as English, Dutch, and German. Old English is the oldest form of the English language and was used all the way up until the Middle Ages. And that's when these seven dirty words formed and uh, became what they are today. So let's start with profanity itself. Like why are there even cuss words or bad words or why are some words deemed dirty in the first place? Well, profanity, if you look it up, the definition of profanity is blasphemous or obscene language and it's known as socially offensive language. And it's considered an expression of strong feeling towards someone or something. And the word profane comes from the Latin word profanus, meaning before or outside the temple. And the idea of profane language goes back to the 1450s, meaning desecrating what is holy. And this goes all the way back into ancient times when there are these cults called comic cults. And what comic cults would do would um, just scoff and laugh at the gods back in ancient times. And these scoffs and laughs would be these profanities. So that's where profanity and bad language and cuss words all kind of come from. It it comes from laughing at gods and uh, all of that. Okay, so starting with the first word on the list of the seven dirty words is shit. And there isn't an exact date or year of when this word first developed and originated, but it goes all the way back to the 13th century 
appearing in German and Scandinavian languages. And as a noun, it's known as feces or an act of defecation, uh, nonsense, foolishness, something of little value, or it's just known as stuff. You could say, hey, look at this shit over here in a big pile. Stuff like that. Or it could be said as someone telling you a story that's like really impactful and you're just like, shit. Also, it could be known as a noun as a worthless, offensive, or detestable person. Such as saying something like, that guy ain't shit. Now, the word shit as a verb means to defecate in, or if you attach bull to the front of it, it means to deceive someone as if you're bullshitting somebody. Developed during Old English times, first starting with the word skite, meaning dung, and then skitty, meaning diarrhea, and then turning to a verb shitan, meaning to defecate, it turned into shite being used by German tribes. Shit is a term usually used when someone needs to defecate, such as, I need to take a shit. The word is also used to disrespect an object or activity such as, that band ain't shit, or I'm not going to the dance floor to do that shit. Shit can also be used as describing something real or good, such as, that double cheeseburger is the shit, or Metallica is the shit. The word bullshit also comes into play where bullshit can be used as a way of deceiving someone, such as, don't bullshit me, Reggie, or discounting someone's views or opinions by calling their views or opinions bullshit. Now, shit obviously is on the list of things you can't say on radio or TV. That's why it's part of this list. But in Canada, shows with the word shit is acceptable to be played on air after 9 p.m., and in the UK in 1966, the British film Cul-de-Sac used the word shit, as it was said on British television. And in the United States, unlike Canada and the UK, shit isn't allowed to be aired on general broadcasted television, but on cable and satellite channels, it has been more acceptable lately. As in 1999, the FCC went a little lax on the show Chicago Hope, that used the word completely uncensored. And after all the hype of Chicago Hope using the word shit in its show, the cartoon series South Park wanted to make fun of the overhype by making an episode that had the word shit in it audibly or written over 200 times. With their episode, it hits the fan. And since then, cable network channels such as FX, TBS, USA Network... Adult Swim, and Comedy Central have been using the word shit in their programming. Looking at terrestrial radio, though, saying the word shit on the air will get you fined by the FCC, but some songs still being played on rock radio are left unedited with the word shit in it, and you could hear this word on a lot of songs still being played nationwide. Some of these songs include Man in the Box by Alice in Chains, where the line is, Buried in my shit. Another one is the Pink Floyd song Money, as the line in the song says, Don't give me that do goody good bullshit. And also another example is the Ario Speedwagon song Tough Guys with the line, She thinks they're full of shit. 
Now looking at the second word on the list, we have piss. And definitions of the word piss include urine, as there's dog piss in my shoe, the act of pissing, it's also slang for poor quality alcoholic beverage, and it's also to describe something as an intensifier, such as piss poor excuse of a housewife. So piss was being used as a verb going as far back as 1250, and piss was used as a noun as early as 1387. To piss derives ultimately from the vulgar Latin term pissiere. The proper Latin verb meaning to urinate was mingere, via the medieval French verb pissiere in the 12th century. And the term to piss pops up in a lot of medieval English texts. The dictionary also notes that the word piss comes from its imitative origin, so it represents the sound urine makes when you do take a piss, such as the hissing sound. During the 14th century, piss wasn't used in any slang and profane way. It was meant simply as just another word for urine. It was the 17th century when piss was used as an adjective, meaning something that has been urinated on or in, wet or stained with urine. So we're going to go through some dates now of sayings of how the word piss has been used. Uh, many different ways. So, 1540, the term piss money against the wall was coined, meaning to squander away. 1642, the term pissing in the wind was coined, meaning wasting your time. 1812, the term pissed became a meaning for someone who is intoxicated. The 1920s, the term piss off became a phrase meaning to go away. And in the 1940s, during World War II, the U.S. military coined the term being pissed or pissed off as meaning you are angry or mad. And in 1948, the term piss and moan developed, meaning to complain. So that's all we got on the word piss. Looking at the third word on the list of the seven dirty words, we have the word fuck. Fuck is often used to describe sexual intercourse, but it's become a word that can sharpen any kind of dialogue and make it sound more edgy in almost any kind of context, from a noun, to a verb, to an adjective, such like the sentence, fuck those fucking fucks. That sentence can be understood by people who know the various uses of how the word can be used. Fuck was a word that was first used around 1475. Coming more from German roots than Old English roots, the short root meaning of the word fuck or fuck means to strike. Later on, various ways of the word fuck was then added to mean to copulate. As in German, it's ficken, Dutch, it's falken, and Norwegian, it's fucka. 1775, in John Ash's A New and Complete Dictionary, listed the word fuck to be low and vulgar, and had several definitions, but the word didn't appear in widely popular dictionaries until 1972. The flexibility of the word fuck started in the 1940s during World War II with the United States military. They were going with acronyms such as FUBAR, meaning fucked up beyond all repair, and SNAFU, meaning situation normal, all fucked up. 
1968, Paul Cohen was convicted of disturbing the peace for wearing a jacket that said, Fuck the Draft. But a few years later in 1971, it was decided by the Supreme Court that the public display of the word fuck is protected under the First and Fourteenth Amendments of the United States Constitution, and it's not a criminal offense. Now, in politics throughout the years, using the word fuck is frowned upon as it would tarnish the look of the politician using the word, but it has slipped during conferences and other events, such as in 2004 when then-Vice President of the United States Dick Cheney told a senator, quote, go fuck yourself. The crazy thing about this is that this exchange happened the same day the Defense of Decency Act was passed by the Senate. And that is the word fuck. Moving on to the fourth word on the list of the seven dirty words is cunt. Cunt was used by the Anglo-Saxons before 1230 to describe a woman's genitalia, but it wasn't meant in a profane or obscene way. But by the 1600s and Shakespearean times, the word had seemed to take on its more obscene meaning that it is today. The use of the word cunt in radio or TV is deemed forbidden and is also seen as more offensive as the word fuck or motherfucker. So with that being said, the word cunt being forbidden to be used on TV and radio is not without some exceptions. It was first said on TV on the Larry Sanders show in 1992, then it was followed by shows Sex in the City and 30 Rock. One little fun fact is that pop singer Rihanna is very outspoken with the use of the word, and during an interview with British Vogue, she said that she never knew that the word cunt was offensive until she moved to the United States. Moving on to the fifth word of the seven dirty words is cocksucker. The word cock being used as a word for penis was first recorded in 1610, and there's a bit of mystery as to how it actually became used as the slang term, but many have come to the conclusion that it's because of the way the rooster, or cock, would strut and look as it got excited as the waddles on the back of its neck would appear more swollen. Now that's just the word cock. The word cocksucker... It originated during the 1890s as a combination of two words coming from the slang term of penis and the word sucker from both the English language. Now, the two definitions for the word cocksucker is someone who gives fellatio and a very annoying or objectionable person. So that's the word cocksucker. Number six on the list of the seven dirty words is motherfucker. The definitions for motherfucker are a mean, despicable person or anything considered to be despicable or frustrating. It could also be used as a very macho compliment such as, you are the motherfucking shit. The history of the word dates back to at least 1889 when a witness in a murder case in the state of Texas testified saying that the victim in the murder called the defendant a quote, Goddamned motherfucking bastardly son of a bitch. In 1917, a U.S. soldier wrote in a letter addressed to his draft board, quote, You low down motherfuckers. Throughout the 1930s and 1940s, blues and R&B singers minced the word by saying, 
Mother For You or Mother Foyer and sung it in plenty of songs that appeared on records. Some examples of these songs are Roosevelt Sykes's Dirty Mother For You in 1936 and Dirty Red's Mother Foyer in 1947. Motherfucker has since become a huge word used in popular music and movies. So that is the word motherfucker. Looking at the seventh and last word on this list of the seven dirty words, we have the word tits. The word tits started with a different meaning going back to the 1540s, the word being used for any small animal or object such as a tit mouse. In the 1590s, it was meant to mean a young woman. 1734, it became to mean of anyone who was small. And also, the other meaning was teat, meaning a woman's breast. And that came from the mid-13th century. And the word teat has a very loose correlation with the word tits, as the slang term as it is now for the word breast. And the slang word tits, that is considered a profanity, developed in 1928. Given its nature pertaining to a woman's anatomy, it's considered a dirty word by the FCC. So we are now at the end, and that is the list. And where did this list come from exactly? Well, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned George Carlin, and he made this list up with his famous comedy monologue, Seven Words You Can Never Say on Television, in 1972. The list of words, let's go over it one more time. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. So this list of words, along with a few more words, were forbidden to be said on broadcasts on public airways in the United States. And also George Carlin got arrested in 1972 for performing his seven dirty words routine in Milwaukee uh, during their summer fest that they have there. I'm going to close this all up with a quote from the comedian Lenny Bruce. It's the suppression of the word that gives it the power, the violence, the viciousness. Okay, got it? Okay. Coming up next, we've got some fun facts. But before we get to the fun facts, we've got a nice little song for you. It's only right here on Industrial Industries World Radio.
If you want to make this lady happy, why don't you subscribe to Industrial Industries World Radio right now? I promise it'll make you even happier. Industrial Industries World Radio. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener Balls Rap Song 2020 Rap Song 2020 And don't forget the classic hit Fart in Your Face. I wanna fart on a guitar I wanna fart on a power bill I wanna fart on fresh fruit I wanna fart in your face All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here. Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. All right, everybody, you ready for some fun facts? I've got some fun facts for you about profanity, cuss words, dirty words, whatever you want to call them. I've got some fun facts for you. The song Roll Call, or at least I'm going to call it that. That's the edited version of this song. It's a single by Lil Jon and the Eastside Boys featuring Ice Cube. The song holds a Guinness record for most swear words in a song with 295 swear words in it. Studies of the British public found that the word fuck was considered the third most severe profanity and its derivative motherfucker as cunt was considered the most severe. The first appearance in the Oxford English Dictionary of the words fuck and cunt came in 1972. A poem by St. George Tucker in 1790 has a father upset with his book-learning son saying, I do not give a fuck for all you've read. Originally, it was printed as, I do not give a blank for all you've read, and it said that a fuck was removed. This has made the poem to be the first instance of the term, I don't give a fuck, being recorded. Research states that an average of roughly 80 to 90 words that a person speaks each day are dirty words. Canadians on average swear more than Americans and British swear the most when they are talking amongst friends. Swearing is also an overlooked but great way of anger management, although excessive swearing may bring on involuntary tics that will make one swear more than needed during inappropriate times. Researchers at Keele University found that swearing relieves the effects of physical pain as one of the people from the research team states, quote, I would advise people, if they hurt themselves, to swear. Motherfucker, the catchphrase for actor Samuel L. Jackson, who frequently utters the word in some films, his use of the word helped him overcome a lifelong stuttering problem. Neurologist Antonio Damasio has said that even though patients have language loss due to brain damage, they're still often able to curse. 
A research team from Wright State University gathered tweets to find the cause of cursing online. Their studies showed that cursing is associated with negative emotions like sadness at 21.83% and anger at 16.79%. This means that people online tend to cuss to express sadness more than anger. And last but not least, the word fart. Even though it's not a cuss word, but more of a mildly inappropriate word, it's older than all cuss words as it first became a term in 1250 AD. Those are your cuss words, dirty words, profanity, fun facts. Coming up in a few, we're going to have a chat with a friend of the show, Jimmy. He's going to come on. We're going to talk about some stuff with Etiquette 101. But first... We got some activity time where we're going to scratch off a $30 lottery ticket. So let's go. What's up, everybody, to this activity time. And today, this activity time, since it's the 30th episode, I figured I'd buy me one of those $30 scratch-off lottery tickets. This is the first time I've ever bought something this big. Like, I, the highest I've ever bought a scratcher's ticket was maybe five bucks, and that was it. Maybe ten. I don't know. I can't remember. But this is the biggest one. So I I figured to celebrate the 30th episode, might as well go all out. 30 bucks. High roller. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, without further ado, let's look at what this game is. It's limited edition, so I mean, maybe if we don't scratch these off and we keep it, it's going to be a collector's item and it'll sell for a lot more. No, we're not doing that. But apparently it's a limited edition thing. I mean, everything is limited edition if you think about it. Um, And you can win up to a million dollars. It's the 200X game. And so the object of this game is you match any of your numbers to any of the winning numbers, and then you win the prize shown for that number. Pretty basic. But if you reveal a 2x, 5x, 10x, 20x, or a 200x symbol, you win 2, 5, 10, 20, or 200 times the prize shown, respectively. Reveal a $100 symbol, and you will win... $100 automatically. Uh, Okay, so there's a little bonus game here, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So let's just scratch off the winning numbers. 16, 24, 49, 52, 6, 19, 56, 38, and 55. All right, let's just get... These are a lot of areas to scratch, so we're just going to scratch a bunch at the same time here and see if they match no we do not four more rows here so no worries it is all good a 15 nope a seven nope that that's a million dollar one the seven oh well the 36 nope 31 nope can you hear my excitement getting lower and lower? <laughs> Play stupid games, get stupid prizes, huh? <laughs> 47, nope. 26, and a 4, nope. Okay, here's the last row. We got a whole zero. Zilch. 
Nothing. Good day, sir. Okay, so we got... We'll start from the bottom. Maybe that's better luck. Nope. All right, so that is a big goose egg. Man. All right, but here is the bonus game. You scratch the five bonus spots below. So there's five, like, little uh, spots, and they're in the symbols of uh, $100 bills, like stacks of them. You reveal a double dollar sign symbol when the prize shown for that symbol. So let's do that. So we got a briefcase, a safe, a trophy. Oh! 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 Look at that. Okay, cool. So we got one. We got a double dollar symbol, and that's 40 bucks. So, wow. Okay. I won 10 bucks profit oh well oh okay well that's something all right we didn't win the million dollars but hey i we're at least ten dollars richer cool what what was the uh the overall what are the odds on this uh there was a one in three hundred and twenty thousand chance that this was a million dollar ticket uh one in two hundred thousand chance this was a hundred thousand dollar one in 120,000 chance this was a $20,000 winner. And uh, 1 in 40,000 chance that this was a 10,000 uh, winner. We're a winner there. Look at that. Buy an extra value meal and keep my money. Hey, maybe buy another one. I just know it that the next one will be the million dollar one. I have a feeling. No, just one more time. <laughs> That's how it always is. And then I lose. So... I'm just going to cash this one, call it a day with these $30 ones, because, man, after losing the main game, that was a clencher. That was definitely a clencher. Okay, guys, that was this activity time. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and we tried a $30 scratch-off lottery ticket for this 30th episode of IIWR. of you to join us. It is now time to stop being such a dirty little peasant and show a bit of class for once. So sit properly, pour yourself your favorite tea, and listen in, because this is Etiquette 101 with DJ Blowing Ice. Welcome everybody to Etiquette 101, and in this segment, I got a very special guest, Friend of the show, Mr. Jimmy. It's been a while since you've been on. Welcome back to the show, Jimmy. How oh, are you? Thanks for having me, DJ. Yeah. I'm doing fantastic. Good, good. So uh -huh. what we're talking about here is the Dirty 30s, because this is the 30th episode. So I'm 30. You, you did turn 30. I'm Dirty 30. So before we get into it, you turned 30. Is there any advice that you could give people on turning 30? Like, what, what changes from, like, say, a guy that's 20? What's the difference between 20 and 30? Well, here's the deal. This is me. I like to sit back and, you know, think a lot. I guess you can call it 
I don't know, anxiety about the future or the past. God damn, if I only would have did this when I was 20. You know what I'm saying? Like save money or not spend money on certain things. Like, you know, save this money 10 years ago the way I'm saving it now. I would have been good. Like if I would have been saving like let's say 100 bucks a paycheck 10 years ago, right now I'd be sitting really pretty. But now I I haven't been doing that. So I have these thoughts to myself like, man, I wish I could tell my younger self, you should be doing this, you fucking idiot. Yeah. For instance, throw an extra 100 bucks on your house payment every month. Like if I would have did that for 10 years, I would have probably had a close to paid off house by now. Probably. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I feel like you really just having those thoughts and I don't know if you do or you don't in general, but if you do, I feel like that's a step toward maturity my in a way yeah at least you're acknowledging that you used to be a dumbass but now you're like damn and if you apply it or not that's up to you but if you apply it that's the true step to you know maturing if you don't apply it you're just like talking about it you're still a dumbass well jimmy you yoloed it up pretty hard that's that's exactly what i'm trying to explain here yeah now me as a 20 year old i was pretty mature for my age as funny as that may he's seem. He's putting himself over. I'm not putting myself over. I'm just telling it like it is. When I was 20, I was living in my own apartment, working, and just going home, working, going home. I didn't go out to bars. I wasn't, like, crazy or anything like that. So it's always a give and take. I always feel like, yeah, you did blow the money back then, and you did dumb things, but that's, I think, all a part of being young, Mr. Jimmy. Yes, I agree, 100%. You turned 30. What were you doing when you were 20? Were you married? What, what was happening when you were 20? What were the changes in your life from 20 to 30? You look at the Jimmy, 20 years old, the Jimmy, 30. What has changed? Are you asking me? Yes, you. Not much. I mean, I've gotten married and had a kid, and I make like... When I was 20, I was making like 10 bucks an hour. Now I'm making like 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Let's get into Etiquette 101. This is supposed to be proper. We're supposed to be very nice. But this is the Dirty 30 episode, so what do you expect? But, Jimmy, are you ready for what the topic is for Etiquette 101? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so Etiquette 101, if y'all don't know what this segment's all about, it's all about trying to be... Just a better person. Just learn a little bit. Maybe if you're if you're ha- you happen to be doing these bad things or whatever, maybe you know try to clean clean up the act a little bit. You know what I'm saying, dude. You know what I'm saying, dude. Okay, so I feel you. This is sad posting. Now, if you don't know what sad posting is, it's nothing really bad happening to you, but you're wanting attention online. And you will make these very cryptic posts. Say say you get on Facebook and you're scrolling and you see a status someone saying, I just give up, dot, 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 dot. Or, I don't know yeah. what to think anymore, dot, 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 dot. Jimmy's on his phone right now on Facebook Let's here. Let's see if I can find one of these fresh off the press. <laughs> but while Jimmy's looking here, I just want to say, like, look. Okay, if you're a dude, this is more pertaining to dudes. If you're a dude and you're putting that, that is the most cringing 
thing. Oh, and Jimmy, you just showed me something I don't want to see in my entire life anymore. But uh, it's, it's if you're a dude and you're posting these, what do I even think anymore? Uh, so I, I can't stop thinking right now. Okay. So for instance, it's it's more or less a post just you know seeking attention. So I'm scrolling through Facebook and this one person says, you know, during the beginning of this pandemic. It you know we're all like ordered to stay inside, stay at home shelter, whatever, except for essential needs. Yeah, yeah for yeah. COVID nineteen. So of course, this one person says, "I'm not staying inside. I'm going to stay outside, and hopefully nothing happens to me." Dot dot dot. And I'm just like, yeah, and yeah. And then you, where's the where's the joke at? <laughs> yeah, you see all these like crying emojis. You know how you can like, love, laugh, right. whatever. Yeah. They're all like crying emojis, and then someone's like, please just stay. This I really want you to stay safe. Which they fed into the bullshit, pretty much. Speaking about the emojis, what do you think about that care emoji Facebook introduced? I it's, care a it's, lot. It's the smiley face I care hugging a, lot, a heart. to say the least. <laughs> I think you know firsthand, actually. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's been caring a lot about my post. I just want to let you know, I care. Yeah, yeah. I know. But anyway, so if you're a dude posting these cryptic messages, it's it's don't do it, dude. What are you expecting out of this? Uh, use your time to be productive in some other way besides seeking some cheap likes or someone asking. That's what it basically is. It's a you're you're baiting a hook and you're casting a line into the sea of people on your timeline hoping to get a few bites with likes and uh hearts reacts here's some big examples and this is general this isn't verbatim here but for example please pray for my family oh that's a a big you'll get a bunch of what happened is everything all right what happened what happened what happened to no avail they won't say what's wrong which not to say nothing's wrong or not there might be but i see it so much and no one ever wants to respond with what the fuck's wrong. Like, yeah, I'll pray for you, but what what am I praying for? Yeah. Please pray for Steve's family. Right. You know, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there's been times when, yeah, I see and it's like a close friend or somebody and that's like, I'll call them, see what happened. Hey, what's going on? You know, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know. My uncle broke his arm and, you yeah. know, it's just like, well, you really had me worried. It's like, yeah. or you'll see like going to the hospital. Okay. It must not be that bad. First of all, if you're making a status about it. Right. Second of all, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you okay? What's wrong? Nothing. Right. Elaborate. God damn it. Say, I'm going to the hospital. I'm breaking out in hives because I got stung by hornets. Hornets. See that when yeah. that happened to me, that really hits home to me. Yeah. The last thing on my mind was thinking about making a post about it. Now, did I hold yeah. open my phone and hit record? Yeah, because I was driving. But I'm not gonna sit there and be a thoughtful, you know, status. Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, like, no, I'm driving. I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. But a lot of the times, it's just for attention. These people saying, I just give up. I don't know. I I feel so lost. Oh, imagine you're a grown man and you open up your phone and you type, I feel so lost. Do you think, do you really think you're like, dude, call a friend. 
do something like that if you yeah. feel bad. Call your mom. <laughs> Call your mom. Call your mom. See if she gives a shh. <laughs> but as I see it as a dude, it's probably one of the most cringing things you could do is make those yeah. cryptic, sad posts on Facebook. Let me let me say one more thing. It's not really a sad post, but I see a lot of, uh, does anybody need a job? And then you'll get the people saying, yeah, where? Who's hiring? Who's hiring? Who's yeah. hiring? And they never say. Oh, yeah. That's another it, big one to get a lot of attention. You know, social media is used to connect with people, but it feels like there's a lot of disconnect with it. If you're a woman, though, any post, I feel so lost. Dudes are going to be commenting, messaging. Oh, what's wrong, babe? What's wrong, beautiful? Or like a girl. Yeah, so that's over. Oh, you deserve better. But if you're a dude, Thirsty ass. yeah. But if you're a dude saying something, I feel so lost. Ain't you gotta get maybe one like from your mom or something? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Or one sad reaction from your uh, mom. I, j- I I just saw something the other day. Actually, <laughs> I forgot what it was. Let me think on it for a second, real quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. If you're a chick and you're making these cryptic little uh, statuses, you know. Um, I you guys can't see this, but I'm gonna oh, show DJ this. No. So it's this chick right here, DJ. Oh. We're not gonna mention her by name, but she's you know okay. Uh, but the the point is, yeah, she'll she'll do like the opposite. She'll put like these like selfies like this that emphasizes like her doesn't leave much left to the imagination, right. to say the least. She, she yeah and she then, she has things on display to say the least. And then you'll see. Half of her forehead's cut off yep. and the, her chest is showing. You'll yeah. see these uh, comments from these thirsty ass dudes. So you'll see like, you'll see the, you know, the dudes are like, oh, nice tits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll see the other guys saying, and this is a verbatim right here. Nice photo. You always have a beautiful smile. Aww. Like, come on, bro. You ain't going to stand out. <laughs> You were not about to stand out from the dudes that say nice tits. Because that's what this girl's trying to emphasize. You know what I'm saying? She's not trying to be like, oh, I think the guy that says I have pretty eyes or a nice smile is really going to stand out. Yeah. But the guy who's, you know, typing that's like, yeah, she's really going to think that, you know, I'm the, I'm the cool one. Yeah. Like, I, I actually used to do that when I was younger and stupid. I'm like, man, all these guys are just saying nice titties, nice ass. And I'm going to be that guy that says... You're really pretty. I, I think I did it once, and that's when I realized I'm like, Psh, yeah. Shit. I started saying, yeah, nice boobs. The best thing you could do within that situation is not comment, not like, not anything. If you if you got a thing for the chick, you're just gonna message her privately, and that's it. Say, you ain't hey. gonna, yeah, you ain't gonna do hey, nothing. Hey, sadu, 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 sadu. You wanna? F- anyway, uh, there's like, she's a. That's oh, that's all she does. Entertainment, right there. Yeah, that's 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 good. Just look in that comment section and look for the dudes oh that are. You'll have dudes trying. arguing too. Like, oh god, I don't know why you guys all have to say something about her tits. Yeah, like, yeah. She's she's gonna she's gonna take care of you tonight, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Yeah, that's pa- that's pathetic. And any self-deserved dude wouldn't go after a chick that puts herself on you know blast like that right. you know like and the thing is she she won't like like any of their comments or respond to them anyway 
Or if it, one of her chick friends comments, she'll like hers and be like, oh, love you, girl, usually, miss you. Usually the chicks are the ones that say, like, titties. Yeah, yeah, then that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't ever think, oh, there's Jimmy with the farts again. Hang on, I got one, too. <laughs> and you want to make fun of my fart? That sounded like America <laughs> Online downloading. <laughs> Oh god! Oh. Back in the dial-up days, that's what yeah, that fart sounded that like. Was, that was. I was thinking it was a Fourth of July fountain, but um, Shit, firework that, fountain. That, that's complimenting. Yeah. That's, uh, so, anyways, these dudes commenting, like Jimmy said, don't be that guy. Probably either way, because are you gonna really sit there and think, oh, I'm gonna be the nice guy, and she's gonna really think I'm really. <laughs> different than all the other guys and she's gonna think i'm so cool and i'm thoughtful and this is gonna be like a hallmark movie listen <laughs> movies are movies for a reason yeah. real life is totally different dude so get yeah. your head out of the clouds this is how it works dude D- dude you better, you better be six foot tall and skinny with no job <laughs> You dumbass. Then yeah. you'll get some ass. <laughs> drive a shitty car. Have work. Don't in. even have a car. She'll drive you yeah. to the gas station so you get your smokes. Yeah, Slim Jim. She's looking she's looking for a man to drive to the gas station for menthols. Um Newport shorts. What I'm trying to get at here is we're helping you here. Jimmy and I we're dropping some real world knowledge yep. to you. If uh, you may, some of you may be listening, and you know this. You're like, yeah, yeah, I know this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. Yeah, I know. But some of y'all out there, I mean, you kind of left in the dark. So we're doing you a favor, okay, guys. So just letting you know, hey, don't do that. It's, a, it's a, it's a lonely road trying to be on these chicks' photos, saying, oh, so. It's so beautiful. The sparkle in your eyes reminds me of the Milky Way galaxy. And look. Galaxies are filled with so many sparks and <laughs> whatever, you know. None of them compare to you. Yeah. So here's the deal. Let's say back again when I was 20, Facebook was popping new. Nobody was, you know, acclimated to it as they are now. It's just like part of your DNA now. Yeah. So you're first of all, you're not going to like hook up with a chick or get with a girl or meet a girl even on Facebook. These days, if you comment on a on a chick's photo and say anything, if you're not if you guys don't really know each other personally and hang out in real life or work together even, they're just gonna be like, oh creep. It's almost the equivalent of someone knocking on your door these days. What are you gonna do usually? You're gonna like not answer. You're gonna be like, what the f- what the fuck? Someone's at my door. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like I wasn't planning yeah, on anybody yeah. coming here. Yeah, it's like same with trying to meet a chick on Facebook. They're like, "Oh, what's this? What's this guy doing talking to me? Oh, what the hell?" You know, they're just not going to respond, just like they wouldn't answer their door if you came over unexpected. Right. So, let me tell you, back in the day, though, when Facebook first opened up, it was kind of like the original dating site almost. Right. Yeah. But not anymore. Now they have specific dating sites for that. Mid to late 2000s, Facebook, MySpace, all that kind of stuff. There wasn't any like, just like a place where while you're out doing real life shit, when you're not hanging out with your boys or your girls or whatever, you you could connect on Facebook just to be like, hey, I'm going to meet you at this place at this time. Okay, cool. Instead of like calling them, it was just like something like that. But now it's like completely flip flopped where 
they all hang online and it's hardly ever going out and meeting in real life and hanging out anymore. Right. You know? So yeah, I mean, it, the whole shit has yeah. switched in the past 10 years. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, nah, I was just going to say, pretty much unless you're like a hot guy, you ain't getting no trim over the internet. It's like you, you're pretty much stuck with the proximity of who you work with or, you know, who you know, like as far as your choices of women to get with. Because these days it's not like you're just going to meet some girl at the grocery store and you know, everybody gets with someone they work with anymore or, yeah. you know, it's just the way it is. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I mean, just just think about almost like everyone you know. It's like everyone's gotten with and married or is still together with. But these days, it just doesn't work out that way. You you have to be with, unfortunately, if you get a job, you might want to get a job where there's a bunch of hot women. So maybe just get a job working at Domino's just for the fact of, if you're a dude and you're trying to like, you know... Working in a factory job, hey, you know, expand your horizons because, yeah. like Jimmy said, that's how you do meet a lot of women. Not really online. It's not the Hallmark movie where you're at Target and you see a really good-looking babe, and you're gonna, you have this thought in your head: I'm gonna walk up to her and I'm gonna say, "Oh yeah, hey, fancy you uh, oh, yeah. shopping at Target? I do too." Yeah. <laughs> and she's gonna laugh so hard, and then. Huh. She's just going to look at me and smile and fall in love and, hey, can I get your phone? In? No, it doesn't yeah, there work is, like There is no, hey, can I get your number anymore? <laughs> like, you get, here's what you got beyond work. You got, hopefully you're still in high school, young men out there. Try to network with as many women as you can. Two, hopefully you go to college and, well, I mean, I couldn't give a shit less if you do or not, but if you are in college, that's another hotbed to meeting, you know, women. And three... Not so much anymore, probably, but I feel like bar life and stuff could still be a bars. Probably not so much because yeah, uh, that's kind of I was kind of teetering on that. Yeah, that's I mean that's for a good time, you know. If you want to find some, you got to meet somebody when they're not slopped. Yeah. So and usually um, with bars, you, in my opinion, you don't just meet a random person. It's usually someone you know, friend of friend type deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's your options, but uh, to uh, tie this all up in a nice little bow, Etiquette 101, sad posts. I feel even as chicks typing the cryptic, I don't know what to think anymore, or say, hey, all you're going to attract is thirsty dudes that really don't care about you either. So stop wasting your time with sad I'm posts. not one of those so you won't get my sympathy yeah I, don't, I wouldn't care either I'll just look and be like oh uh, well yeah. you better find out what you need <laughs> I, I <laughs> keep usually scrolling the, I usually I usually get nosy and read the comment section just for discussions like this right now of exactly yeah, they never said what was wrong yeah I guess uh Jimmy uh thanks for being the guest on the show where can people find you uh Small small town USA. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, uh, you can find me at hashtag Jimmy <laughs> uh, on all social media platforms. Oh, uh, uh, there you go. Thanks, Jimmy, for being on the show. Any last words? You got anything else you want to say to the crowd before you go? Can I just throw something out there? This is non yeah. non social media etiquette, but of course, uh, go on. Yeah, I just wanted to throw out just since we're speaking etiquette here. Put your fucking shopping carts away. Please. Don't leave them in the middle of the fucking parking lot. Well, yeah. I just wanted to say that. They'll go as far as to, you know, put their cart up on a curb 
and be like, oh, I guess I did that at least, and then walk away. It's like, just put it in a fucking cart thing. It's not that hard. Right. Some pe- people are just fucking lazy. That's yeah. all it is. You entitled fucks. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. And there no no one's watching this. <sighs> thanks for visualizing our yeah, conversation. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for visualizing the conversation and listening. This has been Etiquette 101. Let's get out of here. Peace. The 10 List. Welcome everybody to The 10 List, where we take a look at 10 things and we keep it as simple as that. And today we are looking at the top 10 movies that have the word fuck said in it the most. Coming in at number 10 is the 2012 movie End of Watch with 326 fucks. Number 9, the 2006 movie Alpha Dog with 367 fucks. Number 8, 2015's Straight Outta Compton with 392 fucks. Number 7, 2019's Uncut Gems with 408 fucks. Number 6, 1995's Casino with 422 fucks. Number 5, 1997's Nil by Mouth with 428 fucks. Number 4, 1999's Summer of Sam with 435 fucks. Number 3, 2013's The Wolf of Wall Street with 569 fucks. Number 2, 2005's Fuck, a documentary on the word, clocking in at 857 fucks. And at number 1 comes 2014's Swearnet the Movie, with a world record of 935 fucks. And that closes up this 10 list as we looked at the top 10 movies that have the word fuck set in it the most. If you want more of the 10 list, just keep it locked right here on IIWR. this episode of industrial industries world radio comes to a close i hope whenever you swear and say the words fuck or shit you have a deeper understanding of where these words came from and they're not to be you know afraid of they're okay just don't use them in certain ways or contexts okay they're good for the right time and the right moment and let's keep it at that 
So I hope you guys had fun diving into the history behind these dirty, dirty words. And, uh, yeah, you took away a little bit of something from this episode. <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat there. <clears throat> Special thanks to my guest on this episode, Jimmy, good friend of the show, lending his voice and his thoughts and opinions. And also, I'd like to thank Kimmy Pops for voiceover work, Giuliano for graphic design, and i also like to thank you for listening, checking the show out, giving it some kind of rating on Apple Podcasts. I know there are people in France, there are people in Australia, and this little podcast is worldwide, surprisingly. And I do appreciate each and every single one of you checking this show out weekly and uh, giving it a shot. I really do appreciate it. And if you do want to email me uh, questions, comments, concerns, you could email me at Industrial Industries World Radio. And you can check out the Facebook. I got a YouTube channel as well and an Instagram. Just search Industrial Industries World Radio and uh, it should pop up. So I guess that's it, guys. Uh, be safe out there and I hope you're all doing well and this uh, audio is meeting you well and in good health and good spirits. And I will see you next week for another fun-filled episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. My name is DJ Glowing Ice, wishing you all a great day and a great rest of your week, and I'll see you later. Peace out, all. Peace out, y'all. Oh, I just want to say one more thing. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. time on Industrial Industries World Radio.